0: Welcome everybody to the first episode of Girl Man Watch Kitch for the Year 2024. It's me, your yeah boy, TJ, and I'm here with the one, the only. Still long hair, still don't care. Water drinking, pinky eating. Jordan, I don't know. I couldn't find nothing else that wrong. I don't know what pinky eating means. What are you talking about, pinky eating? That means you eat pinky. And here's why
1: I'm mad, because now like I'm start I'm starting this season. My first
0: line of this season is I don't know what pinky eating means. First off, you can't blame me for you being mad. How you feel is how you feel. Your emotions are yours. Second off, um, cut the show. Got the show. We'll see y'all next time.
1: <laughs> it's good. To, it's good. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Um, yeah, welcome everybody to another year, another season. Um, and it's good to be here with you, man. I've missed this over the break. Um, for those of you who are new tuning in. Uh, tj and i are best friends brothers some might say um and uh we just like hanging out with each other and we decided to broadcast it so this is what you're listening to um how was your christmas you know it was good it was low-key great so this week we watched uh migration and uh what oh oh were you wanting to say more because you answered my question
0: I swear to God, <laughs> you look. You know what? Because you answered you answer. Okay, hold on, hold on. So you were follow Wait, 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 Apparently, Jordan went to really? sleep in 2023 and woke up in 2024, brand new, because he done forgot how this go. <laughs> Active, brand new up in here. All
1: right, hold on. So we'll start again. I'll, I'll ask you, "How was your Christmas?" You answer, and then I say, "What did you do?" Right. So, how was your Christmas? It was I I'm fucking around, man. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But I challenge you, I challenge you and everyone listening to start doing that. 2024. Don't 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 assume or let others assume that there's a follow up question when you ask them when you ask them your first question. That's just mean. How was your weekend? Oh great. Okay, good. (laughs) That's rude. I'm just it's efficient. It's efficient. You know what I mean? And I think
0: it also will aid all of those who aren't a fan of small talk. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a way to get out of small talk. Jordan, ask me how my weekend was. How was your weekend? Good. You see how I ended that? You see how I, you could because you gave me the power in asking the question, I but made the choice you, to shut it down?
1: You also made the choice to not continue. So you could have easily done, how was your Christmas? oh, was great, and then you know whatever. I could have. I, digress, but I wasn't. I and the fact that you decided to just—all that matters—is this. Also, those of you who are new here, we 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 riff on each other a lot. That's just our friendship. That's uh, Man, that's. If that, y'all new here, all- they left. Uh, they- <laughs> They're like, what is this? Shit? They don't even like each other. <laughs>
0: nah, I'm just kidding. So you had a good Christmas, though. You said it was low key. It was super low key. You know, this was. uh It was actually. One of the lowest spending Christmases I've had in a while, but I still feel like the most satisfied because I was very particular about who I got got, get, got gifts for and the gifts that they got. Right. I was I planned that I planned that mess out like I started in October collecting <laughs> gifts for Christmas. Little known fact. Um true facts, I was worried that Joe Gift wasn't gonna get there in time. So uh I, I got Jordan a skateboard mm-hmm. for Christmas and Jordan I ordered it from like Skateland USA or whatever, right? Tell me mm-hmm. why. T- tell me why when they sent that tracking number it said leaving Norway. i was like, the hell? Cuz you got me, you got me a
1: European you got me a European skateboard. Why is it on Skateland USA? Because so Skateland USA and Euro Skate are actually like the same, well they're not the same, but they're under the same umbrella. Are they really? Yeah, so you ordered it and paid for it with U.S. dollars via Skateland USA, but you got a you got a European skateboard. That's also why I think it was uh, – because uh, it came into the box um, when I opened it and it said like Euro Skate. And like the – it comes with an instruction manual, which is weird. But the instruction manual <laughs> – Get on it. Roll. <laughs> the instruction manual is written very like European, you know, like – like color is is O-U-R
0: and shit like that uh, Well that just makes me feel like the whole entire Organization is nothing but a money laundering Scheme I paid for it in US dollar, You know what I mean? It, mm. Regardless But uh, yeah But we this was a house Present year so every year Instead of us spending a crap ton of money on each other, especially because Taylor's birthday is on the nineteenth of December, my birthday is in February, our anniversary is in February, so we just got like a three month period where we broke, five broke. We ain't got it, you know what I mean? And so uh, this was a gift for the household, gift for the household of the year, right? Like so,
1: towels and stuff, and we got and all pepper
0: new. shakers. We well, we well, <clears throat> we wanted to, we wanted to upgrade our cookware, so we got all new cookware. And we got ourselves lockers, which sounds weird, but I sent Jordan a picture. They're pretty dope. Yeah, they look cool. They look cool. We got ourselves some lockers. So that way, when I'm there, I can put like my workout stuff there. I can put when I come in from school, right, I can put my backpack in there. I know where all my like, you know, just stuff to set up the day. And then also when people are going to decorate them, visit- you're going to decorate them for a homecoming. No, we're going to put we're going to put magnets on them, though. Um, <laughs> I know you're trying to be cute. Uh, but, um, yeah, we, the big thing is this, that like, so we put the locker in our room and obvi- like when my mom's there, when, when people there, like, we don't like go into the room, grab stuff from the room, you know, we might ask people to do that. Right. We still got to hide the, the adult things at locks so we can put all the adult things that so we don't need everybody and their mama seeing in there. So mm-hmm. excited about that. Yeah. What about you?
1: Oh, they're really cool. They're they're really cool lockers. And uh thank you again for the skateboard.
0: Uh, oh, I got Jordan got me a really awesome blanket that has Kenny Loggins face from the eighties all over it. <laughs>
1: I knew I wanted to get you a Kenny Loggins thing, and I was like, okay, blanket seems seems uh, and know. it's soft, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, Christmas was good, you know, uh, the kids and everything. And, uh, we did the whole, the whole Santa stuff. So, my nine year old, I think we haven't really had the conversation yet, but I think she's kind of starting to like, kind of fade out of the Santa stuff, you know, um, mm-hmm. naturally. But no, it was still good. She also, she can't hear the bell ring no more. Yeah, 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 right. Also, pretty low key, um, but uh but yeah, I will say that uh Kim got me Blink one eighty two tickets. Ooh. So yeah, really excited. Really excited for that. When that is. Um that is in uh June. June mm. of this year in San Antonio. So we're we'll gonna go to that. Um and then I got her um I guess the
0: biggest I got her a, a stun gun, which is No, that mess <laughs> loud as hell. They FaceTimed <laughs> us. Yeah. And Kim pointing that stun gun at the fire. I thought I was hurt.
1: Yeah, it's like a it's it's from Taser. It's like a like a it's called the Strike Light. So it's like a flashlight stun gun kind it's of called to kill a a killer person. She yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I got her uh, two uh uh prints. They're 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 prints of paintings, but they're original artwork by this guy uh, Oriodo, uh, Orioto O R I O T O
0: from. What? scratch it Oh, that's me kicking the chair. It's all good. Oh, Okay. All right. There you go. Seven days.
1: Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, from red bubble So, uh, and it's a uh, Breath of the Wild one and a Stardew Valley one. So, for those of you who are, uh, you know, who dig video games and kind of want some video game artwork, but like, you know, don't like the kitschy, like Hot Topic style stuff. Really cool stuff. And I, I sent you some pictures of it. And um like it looked like artwork you would just have somewhere. And if you didn't know it was a video game, like it just looks like a pretty painting. So I feel um, like you discovered Redbubble this year and you're like, hold up. It's good stuff, man. It really is good stuff. So, and also I think, you know, you're supporting, you know, uh, yeah. local and, or, you know what I mean? Like up and coming artists. So uh, a lot of good stuff on there. Um, yeah, I got yours from Redbubble. I got Taylor's from Redbubble. um, shit like that. But, um, but yeah, so it is good to be back here. Uh new year, uh new us, uh uh same a old saying. us. Same like, don't old lie. Us,
0: really. don't lie. I'm 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 still trifling. I'm <laughs> still, <laughs> I'm still <laughs> ratchet. Tri-
1: trifling and truffling, you know what I mean? Uh
0: so we don't ever. uh don't we- don't ever. Don't ever again. Or <laughs> as long as you live, don't ever again. <laughs> we uh
1: we watched uh migration. Um, mm-hmm. at, both of us watched it at the theater in, in, in separate separate occasions. Again, for those of you that are new, uh, TJ is uh,
0: Pittsburgh based. I am Texas based. But right um, now, I'm in North Carolina. Go on and raise right. up. Take your shirt off. Twist it around. There It's right been like you a helicopter. Go. I love that song, bro. You good? Uh, wow. What's Wait what's a, a <laughs> <laughs> No, it is a good song. Just it is stomping on, stompin on my joy. Just stomping on my joy. Joy it said. Is a good song.
1: <clears throat> you. <laughs> well, I thought cuz this movie's about ducks and shit and I thought this is a pretty good opportunity for not only whatever whatever grasshopper shit you're doing down there. What are you doing? Are you are you are you scraping your legs? No, I I'm doing
0: nothing.
1: <laughs> um I feel like this is a good opportunity not only for us to go down memory lane, but for uh, for new listeners and old listeners who don't really know the full story. Um, because this movie's about ducks, the first time you and I met, there was a duck
0: involved. This fucking stuffed ass duck. And so, <laughs> and so this shit. We, I was like, This is a racist man. We walked in, walked
1: into an office that we shared, and I had a, a, a taxidermy duck, which I still have—a taxidermy mallard, much like uh, the main mallard in uh, in this movie, still in my office, still at work. Um, and uh, yeah, the office that we shared, walked in, and I remember walking in. I had my backpack, I had my computer, I had all this kind of shit, and I had this duck. I honestly, I felt like the new kid in class, carrying a whole bunch of shit, you know, and just like walked into the office and laid that down. And the look you gave me was one of shock, suspicion, and um, pure confusion. Pure, yeah, confusion. a little, a little, yeah. You were a little. You were a little, kind of, kind of off put. Um,
0: and who knew? Who knew, man? You I sure as mean? hell didn't. I was, look, I was, <laughs> <laughs> at this point in time, we were, we were. We had known each other from class, but we hadn't had a chance to conversate. We hadn't had a talk, let alone Not, like work work close in close quarters with one another in the same office. Man, that office was so small. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, taste your knee sweat. You know, but
1: <laughs> you remember when a third person tried to come in and work too? We'd be like, "Nah, you got to get the fuck out of here."
0: Yeah, I ain't trying to touch backs with nobody. <laughs> no, Um but i mean here's here's the thing, and this is this Well is T- we don't know what grasshopper stove. you' doing back there. <laughs> nah. here's the thing i this is T. j. fully admitting I have biases i' am a I'm a black man who was born and raised in the South. There are certain things that you just start to look out for to, for your safety, for your comfort. And so when I see Mister Jolly Green Giant, Mister Six Sixteen, you ain't that tall, but uh, Six Twelve, but okay, okay. You know I see Jolly Green come in, head down to as long as he wanted to be, tattoos with with uh, spiders and ladies with size carrying the stuffed <laughs> duck. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this one. <laughs> you really? <laughs> uh, don't you have one with, like, bullets? Bullet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The See, my- there ain't nothing about that says ally. I know for a fact. I like to be, you, I like to be sneaky about it. You know? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you, <laughs> I say this with all the love in my heart. You're one of those people that would infiltrate a clan meeting and be like, do we really need to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Is this really what y'all want? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no,
1: nah, but uh, but it's just, you know, I, I, I look back at that duck and, and I, I you know, just think think back of the first time that you and I, again, not the first time you and I met, but the first time that you and I really started getting close
0: and stuff like that. and uh, I'm pretty sure body. I said some shit like, what the hell?
1: <laughs> no, you did. And, and ha- had you not said anything about the duck, you and I never would have started talking. You know, you and I became friends fast and you and i became friends oh, yeah. fast because we were dogging on each other but it was all from a place of of respect and and love as it continues to be so watching this movie about ducks and stuff i remember seeing the trailer for this when we watched i think we were watching uh trolls band together i was took the kids to see that mm-hmm. and this trailer came on and i was like oh man i you know i, I got to see that um, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to be with you. Every time I, every time I look at a mallard, you know what I mean? A mallard specifically. And then especially when I look at that, that taxidermy duck, I'm like, man, you know, like if it wasn't for ducks, if it wasn't for ducks, who knows, who, who knows? Like, could you, if, if I didn't, if I didn't walk in with that duck, if I didn't walk in with that duck and you didn't, you didn't greet me with your, with your, with your bullshit. Well, that sounds reductive, uh, uh, reductive, but you know what I mean? You didn't greet me with your... No, you say what cancer. you say. Say you, it with your chest. Cancer. Say it with your chest. I would have just, just been some motherfucker who just I don't, shared... I don't think so.
0: Them. I don't think so because, uh, one, we both know I'm not shy, and two, I would have found something else to chop your ass on. Like, let's be real. I, I, I know who I am as a person, and I know that uh, my way to someone's heart is through humor. And I also know... Well, I mean, you're not that funny, but I think you're your way to, <laughs> y'all. If y'all can see my face, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had. I don't know what you own. I don't know what you sipping on. It's the on. first
1: episode. It's the first water, water, bro. It's the first episode. It's the first episode of the year. You know what, what mean? I mean? What's that got to do gotta... with niceness, kindness, your heart? I mean, look. I I just said something really nice and kind about how I think of and you, and then you. And then you punched it into, into the sun. Doug
0: and stuff like that. You know? I, I, I was, well, if we're talking about our relationship with ducks, I'll tell you, So duck is my favorite protein, period. I love duck. The flavor of duck. I love duck. Man, after watching like an hour and a half movie with ducks, I was like, can I still You're eat gone. these things? Down. The answer is yes. But there was a split second. There was like a but not if you hear him talk first, right? If I hear anything talk first, I'm scooping it up and we making money. What do you mean if it, if I hear talk first? What you mean? <laughs> have it? there been have there been a
1: lot of movies about ducks? I mean, I know we got
0: the Mighty Ducks, but that's a different I thing. I thought there was a what was that? I thought there was a movie about real ducks migrating. I forgot what it was that's called. That's geese. Fly away home. Fly away home. With the uh, uh
1: is it Anna or Anna Packwin? Something I don't or other They Paquin. And
0: don't they help yeah. the geese fly home or some shit?
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't quite remember all of the particulars of it, but it's like the ge the geese are stuck or stranded. I think they landed in like tar, and their feet are all stuck. I, I don't know. They're and stuck don't they have to have here. like
0: a like a paraglider that help or something?
1: There's got to be someone to like lead them. Otherwise, they're like I, I, th- that's what it is. It's like they land and like they don't have their leader. I think their leader quits or. Put it, you know, put in there two
0: weeks or something like that. Here's the thing you tell me not uh, a single other goose was like. I know you know. I looked at the map.
1: Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes you kind kind of makes it seem as if goose are like like lemmings or something. You know, they're just kind of like you know, just a bunch of followers, and there and there's one motherfucker who's nominated as like the leader. But yeah, that movie, um movies like that same thing with like free willy it's like free willy exists just so we can see the whale escape and fly away mm-hmm. home. exists just so we can see the geese you know
0: oh, no. fly again. Uh, in the
1: river, river jordan. jordan i don't know nothing else You're about that my song you and I man free willy free fucking willy they, can you believe they made a second one that motherfucker got unfree again <laughs>
0: At that point, that's just cousin Pookie. Like, bro, you got out. Why you going back? Hold on, I left my wallet. You know, (laughs) in the net with (laughs) net. (laughs) Oh shit, that's Um, awful. (laughs) Uh,
1: One other thing. One other thing I want to talk about real quick is uh, usually uh, we have a segment uh, for this show. We have trivia. We have Kim. Uh, comes in who is uh my wife uh she comes in and she does again, trivia don't ever again now who's stepping on joy me now who's stepping on joy I, I, i'm I, i'm owning you know it okay my betrothed comes in and uh does trivia uh this episode this week uh we're not going to have trivia uh she's working she some scared new- TJ is currently the reigning champion of trivia because a broken clock is right twice a day, but she's currently <laughs> implementing. <laughs> she's,
0: current, <laughs> oh <God. laughs> she's, she's currently. Oh God. She's currently. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, never forget, I'll never forget. i
1: forget when you texted me about the Texans winning and I was like, Hey man, sun even shines on a dog's ass some days and you were legit offended. And I was like, I felt so bad. I felt so
0: Like I'm excited, and look now they're in the playoffs,
1: wild card, but still they're there, they're there. I hope I hope hope they get dude in a year where the Cowboys are where they're at.
0: You know what I mean? I ain't never been worried about the Cowboys. I ain't never gonna be worried about the Cowboys. I never want to worry about the Cowboys.
1: NFL is on some other shit right now. You know, like who knows? Who
0: knows what's gonna happen? You know. Um, you didn't have to say wild card like you it's like yeah, she she said, you know, you're on your fourth ask for a date. Like it's not even your first choice. Like you no, didn't have to say it like, like that.
1: I meant I meant it like wild card, yeah, like like acknowledging like it's No nah,
0: like. <laughs> Oh, I didn't mean it like
1: that. If it came off that way, I apologize. But I was I'm legit I'm legit excited. Who are they who are they? who are they who are they going up against the Browns?
0: oh yeah no, they got it the Browns are actually pretty good this year but you know we'll see they got they got. see here's the thing I think I think that I think
1: that I think that dirty Houston's gonna come out in the Texans and they're just gonna be like
0: I don't know if CJ been there long enough to get the dirt (laughs) he ain't got the filth yet yeah we need some we need some third ward on that field you know Uh, what I mean uh, stop
1: stop Stop with the sugar land. Let's get you some. Know dirt they, you know they
0: go to the Raiders. Don't play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need some goddamn sharp out there. You know what oh I mean? no, we don't. <laughs> uh, um, Fuck. What are we talking about? We're we talking about something. Trivia. Not,
0: something we ain't yeah, having
1: trivia. Tri- trivia. So we're not having trivia this week um, because uh, we have some new implementations to trivia that we're going to be every, every year. Trivia expands. Trivia started out as me pulling out. I have a, I have a, game a card game called pass the popcorn and uh i think it was the first season tj or the second season i was being it was a,
0: the first season it was the first season.
1: i was being a bit of a bitch and i was like tj you don't know movies and i was like hey man does tj know movies and i pulled these cards out and i would be asking you questions it was a one-sided <laughs> it was a one-sided question how many cards were the answers of robert duval they're like who the fuck is robert duval you know so. <laughs> Um, I was asking you all these random ass questions. And then trivia started when Kim got on board, she did a great thing. She made trivia a little bit more um, tailored to the movie that we were watching, a little bit more geared toward, uh, uh, you know, the, the a little more themed, right? Granted, trivia has been expanding every year since she hopped on and she's not ready to re- reveal the new stuff. So next episode we'll have brand new trivia, uh, brand new uh, uh, score, reset, and we will see who will who will take home the gold uh at the end of this season during holly Jolly jingle jangle and I just want to say I know we're coming off of holly Jolly jingle jangle, but i have i have three three favorite times to record with you um outside of every time I love holly Jolly I love um I love summer. I love our summer shit. We you know we, whenever we theme out the summer stuff, and then uh, and then spooktacular. So the the holiday stuff or the 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 special the special events. Summer's real nice because neither of us are working, so we can. Yeah, no, summer, yeah, no summer. Summer's no summer's great, and it's seltzer season, and it's just it's it's nice. I fucking love summer, man. I can't wait for summer to come. Uh, anyway, so we watched Migration uh, this week, a movie about about ducks. One movie that uh so it's illumination and one thing that we talk about when we talk about these sort of established uh, studios with these animated movies and stuff like that is sort of their identity right um so approaching these movies through um like a narrative lens or or you know whatever uh, you want to call it do you think illumination has sort of found their Identity, because I remember last time we talked about illumination, it was kind of like, uh, they don't really know what they are yet. Pixar 100% knows what they are, right? Like Disney stuff knows what they are. Um, DreamWorks, you know, knows what, knows what they are to an extent. Um, illumination to me has always kind of been that like outlier, you know, where it's like, it's despicable me and it's secret life of pets and it's random shit you know like you never yeah. know what you're
0: gonna get I think that they are close and I think that uh, well of course Illumination is going to make the Nintendo movies from now on right there's going to be a Super Mario Bros 2 there's going to probably be a Donkey Kong movie right like I would I foresee a Peach movie in the future you know what I mean like there's going to be that's going to be Illumination. Oh, the, the princess not the fruit or both. Who knows? Huh. Um I don't think we said that. <laughs> or both. Um I'm with you that there does seem to be I feel like their dependency on Despicable Me is too strong. Like they're coming out with Despicable Me Four this year. Yeah. Um that you know the minions have their own set of movies they're they're in development I the, the franchise that i think had the most hope that i'm still like upset at how disappointed i was was sing sing mm. 2 was just oh yeah sing was illumination wasn't it? yeah and i just have deep feelings about the fact that they went from mm-hmm. let's save this quirky hometown theater to like let's go to vegas and make these stakes life or death oh wait fame actually is in this place and not at home like it just sends a weird message to me Mm-hmm. um But, uh, I think in general, in general, I'm starting to, I don't know. I, I, I think that DreamWorks is, is taking bigger chances. And so I'm more excited by DreamWorks as a studio. Illumination, I feel like, honestly, I wasn't so excited to see this movie because I was like, okay, like, I think that. I'm glad that Illumination has the Despicable Me franchise and has Sing 2 did really well. I'm glad that they have... uh, I'm glad that Super Mario Bros. did... uh, Like, Super Mario Bros. is probably, I think, the thing that I'm like, thank you for doing this. And I'm glad that they have the money so that way they feel like they can try things like migration. And we'll talk about if it's successful or not. But I don't know if they... It's the danger of having your identity so tied up in one franchise. You know what I mean? Like you don't get to be like DreamWorks for a while just felt like the Shrek company, right? You forget that they did Rio. You forget, you know what I mean? Like, um, so yeah, I think that they have an identity and i I think that the danger of their identity is that it feels inexplicably tied to one franchise, which at this point, bro, I have, the Minions movies just aren't good. People love them. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, no,
1: they, they totally do. And I just want to say real quick on behalf of DreamWorks, I mean, you know, after watching uh, Trolls Band Together... Um, and they did the bad guys, which was so good. DreamWorks, like, if Disney... I am not an adulterer. Let's just, I'm going to put that on our front street. But if Disney is my wife, DreamWorks is my mistress. You know what I'm talking about like, its, mm-hmm. it's I kind of feel like it's that same, like DreamWorks is putting out like good shit lately. And have you, when we watched uh band together, first off, I walked out of that movie being like, you know, oh, yeah, amazing, I know. amazing trilogy, you know, the trolls trilogy, better than the Godfather trilogy. I'll die on that hill. Um, but, Walking or seeing that movie and seeing like the intro, you know, where it takes you to like Shrek and it takes you to uh, how to train, you know, all this other kind of stuff. And it's like, man, DreamWorks has been doing some good, shit you know, they're doing a live action uh, how to train. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be coming out. So, um, but yeah, I think with Illumination, one thing, and this has no bearing on uh, our, our scoring of the movie and we'll get into the nitty gritty stuff for the second segment but one thing i appreciate about illumination and this movie uh is no exception they just really try to go for humor you know yeah. and and there's there's not and whether it falls flat or not is, is one thing but like their their intention is like we want to make a funny movie that's not going to inevitably take audiences to that tearjerker, emotional, you know, kind of, kind of moment, at least not yet. You know, there've been some, like, I remember Mario had that moment where he's like fighting Bowser in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? And he's like, he, he gets there and he sees a picture of him and his brother and all that kind of stuff. But even then it's like it, that moment was a, was a, you blink and you miss it you know right. and and it's not it's not this huge thing now whether that's to certain stories detriment or not remains to be seen but i do appreciate the fact that illumination is kind of doing their own sort of thing they're not even trying to dip their toes in that pixar uh uh water of like we're going to give you something that's funny but also packs an emotional punch uh
0: <clears throat> debatable but uh i won't talk about it in this because I I think that there is still, I think that they are still tiptoeing towards that emotional core sometimes. But I think that the thing that I like most about illumination films is that for the most part, I can tell, I can tell by the look that it's an illumination film. Like how how the people look. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the people in this look like the people look like in minions, which have the same sort of roundness that, ties into the grinch movie which has the same sort of aesthetic of the people and the secret life of pets like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like as opposed to i think a lot of times especially when we watch 3d animated films by some of these smaller studios when they try to go for the hyper realistic and look at all the stuff on screen at once right it gets it feels like they're chasing something that they're not going to attain right um the reason we liked the bad guys was because this looks different and it knows what it is and they're riding with it. Right. Um, we like trolls because we're like, it looks different. They know what it is and they're riding with it. Um, you know, uh, home did the same thing. We haven't done home on the, on the podcast, but like, I think it's really good. Puss in boots. It looks different. They know what it is, and they're riding with it. You know that movie was so fucking good. It's yeah, the last was just so good, and so. <clears throat> but I'm starting to be able to look at and allu- the way that they draw certain things with a their art style, and say like, oh yeah, this is an, this is an illumination film. um mm. You know, the same way that we look at Pixar, we're like, each movie has a different art style, but the fidelity is so so high, right? I don't come to Illumination films for that same level of fidelity, quote-unquote. I come to it for a a unified art style that is just entertaining and expressive, you know? Yeah. I hope that made sense. Yeah. Totally did.
1: Well, I'm excited to talk about what?
0: I was going to say, uh, a better analogy is like, there's a flying sequence where they go through clouds in this movie. Pixar would have, put the technology into making the clouds dissipate like real clouds do right. right while this movie is like how can we have a snowball fight with clouds
1: which was dope and i will say like i love the color palette of this movie um and the music when- of
0: this movie y'all ooh, it's so good and when they
1: were flying i was like this really feels like like I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm migrating with these, with these ducks. You know, like I feel, I don't know. It was, it was really, that it was first really sequence cool. where they take off. So. Yeah, it was really cool to see on the on the big screen. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I think this is a good time to go get our drinks. i uh, yep. Come back and talk about uh, all things migration. Um, so we will see you back here, momentarily.
0: And we're back, Jordan. How's your tip to the fidge?
1: You know, I I I flap my wings and uh and uh flying V'd my ass down there. And uh I got something. Uh this is a Voodoo Ranger uh, from New Belgium. This is their Juice Force uh, Ooh. IPA. So it's it's got some it's got some, I think like orange stuff in there. The can's orange. Honestly, the can is kind of like the same color scheme of the movie, you know, and it's got clouds on there. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with Voodoo Ranger, you know their their logo is that pilot uh, skeleton guy. So I thought it was appropriate uh, for this for this movie. It is high on alcohol though; it's nine point five percent.
0: It said should out. Um,
1: yeah, which is funny because like, hey, come to the clouds, and it's like, no, it should be a couch on here. But uh, but yeah, no, I uh, I like it, and I will say too, the color orange doesn't get enough love. True,
0: it's a good True. color. It's a good color. What do you got? Uh, I am drinking an Austin East Ciders, um, but I, I f- because I found they have light ciders now, they're still 4.2 percent alcohol, but they're only 100 calories and they have kind of an interesting flavor. So I have blueberry uzu, blueberry what? Yuzu. Mm. Yep, that's juicy. Um, it's very good, um, so you know I'm excited. Um, shall we get started talking about migration? Yes. So, migration hit theaters December twenty second, twenty twenty three. Part of the reason why we're covering it first is because we weren't going to cover it during Holly Jolly, it ain't a Christmas movie. But uh, the budget was seventy two million. Guess how much money it made, Jordan? <laughs> 65
1: million? 153.1 million Oh, damn. So it was a, it was a success. Yes. <clears throat> okay, good. Yes. Good. Good for this movie.
0: Um and the writer for this movie is uh Mike White. Do you do you know some movies Mike White has written? Not off the top of my head, no. Orange County, School of Rock, Nacho Libre. Um so why emo- isn't Jack Black in this movie? I don't know. The emoji movie, which we all heard yeah, no um, okay. Pitch Perfect 3 Migration, Despicable Me Four. Uh he is uh he was also in School of Rock, he was Ned Schneebler. Uh he has uh for television, he's written for Dawson's Creek, Freaks and Geeks. Uh, uh, the School of Rock TV show that lasted for a little bit, and he is the creator and director of White Lotus. That's
1: where I've recognized his name.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he up here doing White Lotus, and then fucking Mike Lotus about birds. Mike Lotus. Yep. (laughs) uh so yeah i mean he was funny
1: mike white because then white mike was uh the wayans brothers character are you right you're right remember when remember when he tries to pick up their mom he's like i'm gonna rock your world you know what i'm saying she's like no i don't know what you're saying
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's so good um Uh, you know it's crazy white chicks is 20 years old really yes i went out with
1: we a white chick what no, I went out with some friends, and I'll never forget this. This is so stupid. It was our three. It was a three W Friday. We went to uh, Walmart. We went and saw white chicks. Then we went to this restaurant called Willie's. Right after that, and we, we 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 were fucking just giggling the whole time. It was in high school. We just, <laughs> just anyway.
0: Uh, great. Um, yeah, it's not. No. Uh, the voice cast of this movie was pretty good. We have Danny DeVito, we have Aquafina, we have Keegan Michael Key, which I want to get to when we get to the part Keegan Michael Key played. I'm. <sighs> Come on, we got to do better. Uh, we have Elizabeth Banks, and then um, we have uh, Kam- Kam- Kamal Najiani. I always get his name wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh who honestly it's funny because everyone uh because he was in Silicon Valley. I thought he was cute there. I thought he was cute in the big sick when he got all ripped for, you know, um uh the Marvel movie. Uh I forgot what it was. What Eternals. What yeah, people were like, he fine. I'm like, he always been cute. Y'all just racist. Uh anyways. I like uh, him <laughs> in Stuber. Yeah, I like him in general. I think he's just funny. Um But, here we go. Um, This movie uh, involves a family of Mallards. We have Mac Mallard, who's a very anxious father of uh, Dax and Gwen, and he's married to Pam Mallard. Here's the thing about these ducks. They all uh, have very human names. Uh, (laughs) And then we have Uncle Dan, who is like an old curmudgeon, and honestly, I think freaking comic gold in this movie um he's so good uh Dan devito i think is po- with one of his best voice voiced roles in a long time um but we start in a new england forest where max mallard is telling his kids this bedtime story about how they will get eaten by a heron Uh, if they go out and leave the pond and basically he's trying to instill in them fear of the outside world. Right. Um, it's very effective. And right away, one thing I noticed is that the comedy, I think it's written pretty well, all things considered. Um, the comedy takes unexpected turns. Like at one point in time, he's like, oh yeah, these baby ducks, they go out, they get attacked by this giant heron and then they die. And the kids are like, what? Nothing else? He's like, no, they just die. And like, I think that, and the delivery was fantastic. Uh, uh, Nanjiani did a fantastic job delivering these lines. And, uh, the other thing I really enjoyed was that like overall, like, oh, and the kid, the baby ducks are voiced by kids, uh, Casper Jennings and, and Tressie Gazal, um, and these are really good kid voice actors, too. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I was pleasantly su- surprised. Um, and I'm just really happy that, like, the family felt... Uh, the family felt real. The chemistry was there. And uh, it, it felt like... Multicultural is not the right word. But it felt like the voices felt like they're not homogenous, right? They're all unique if that makes sense
1: yeah no totally and and going back to the kids like having growing up with a younger sister like very much felt talk about you know verisimilitude like being that boy and having that younger sister who was always trying to like you know if i can get me in trouble and tell on me and stuff like that like it was uh it was uh i don't know if it it was it was accurate
0: yeah yeah, so, um, and then we get this nice little montage of them uh, putting everything up, uh, you know, going through the year, living on the pond and all this other stuff. And then one day, a flock of, my, a flock of migraine ducks come on their route to Jamaica. Uh, Dax meets this girl duck who, he's all like, ooh, and Pam's all like, we should go to Jamaica too, we should migrate. And Mac is all like, we ain't going nowhere, shut the hell up, this is our home. He's very kind in the way he does it, but again, the, I, I I don't know how I can describe. It almost felt like they were like, "Here's the scene," ad lib a little bit, and we'll go back and we'll put because the voice acting was very natural. The 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 director of this, Benjamin Reiner, uh, uh Reiner maybe probably. Uh, he's French, but he needs to direct more feature films, especially the voice acting direction, because I thought it was, like, spot on, just the cadence in the way that that these ducks talked. Um, but, yeah, basically, uh, Mac is, like, we're not going anywhere. Pam's, like, fine. Uh, and then Uncle Dan shows up, and he is uh, curmudgingly and he's... Uh, fat and old and he's like oh yeah you you told them the exact same thing i would have told them good choice because you'll end up just like me alone you know and living by yourself and it's the life and he's like nope that's not it right so he wakes them all up and he says we're gonna migrate yes jordan i just want to say too the
1: relationship between mac and uncle dan was very like 90s sitcom because uncle dan is uh uh the the What's what's Elizabeth Banks's character's name in this? Pam. Yeah. So Uncle Dan is Pam's dad, and Mac has a very like adversarial <laughs> relationship with Uncle Dan,
0: um, which I found funny. Yeah, he's all like at one point in time they're like Dan could die. He's like, oh, he had a good life, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it never stops. It never stops. He but, doesn't like Uncle Dan till the end, which I was like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll talk about a question that I had at the end. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, so uh, they say, okay, we're going to go. We're going to fly. They start flying. They're having a really great time. And like I was saying before in the first section, there's a there's a sequence right when they first take off. And Jordan, so this, the movie theater I saw it in was probably one of the largest regular non IMAX screens I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, when I tell you it was huge, it was huge. Look, there's a movie theater here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Every motherfucker on this planet should go to and see at least one movie. And I'm not kidding you. This place was nice. Okay? So I'm sitting here in the screen, and again, almost IMAX size. Probably is IMAX size, if I'm being real with you, right? But it looked like every screen in this, in this place had it. I think they only had like 13 screens or 12 or something like that. And... The sequence where they first take off and fly, oh, my God, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's it the really Lying department, give them all the awards. The music to accompany this, give this man a damn war. I listen to – I don't do this, okay? I, I don't do this. I haven't listened to an animated film soundtrack after the movie since Soul. Really? But I came back and I absolutely listened to this. This man deserves – a goddamn award. He's not going to get it, which sucks. Because the music for this movie is damn good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so they, they're they flying and, and they're going great. And Mac is all like, uh, and every they start flying south. And he's like, I'm pretty sure we're going south. He sees birds flying the other way. They're like, no, we are. Uh, he's like, I wonder why they're flying the opposite direction. It's because they hit a big storm and they're stuck underneath this pier. And what comes along but giant heron, (laughs) this terrifying heron, who is voiced by um, um, Carol Kane, who is so good. Yeah. Um, and you know, they have all this, they have a real fear of herons, and she like says, no, you shouldn't be here. And she's really creepy. And she takes them in their house. They think that she's going to eat her, uh, the, them, but I don't want to spoil the rest of it for you. All right. But mm-hmm. she doesn't eat them, but this was like some borderline mm-hmm. horror movie stuff.
1: Oh yeah. But
0: it was so good and, and so unique.
1: You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the tone of this and Carol Kane's voice acting, just go back to the voice acting like you were talking about at the beginning, like everyone was on point. Uh, but this whole sequence, I thought, was, was funny and and tense and just really well done.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it was really well done. You, I know you went to go see this with the kids. How were they during this section?
1: Oh, they were like, I was sitting, so it was, it was me and my mom, and then the kids were sitting uh, in between us. And, like, I was sitting next to my daughter, and she, like, kind of grabbed my my arm a couple times, like, not knowing what was going to <laughs> happen. So, And the hair, like, the design, dude, like, the, the way the it's eyes terrifying. were, like. Yeah, it was it was like some chainsaw massacre type shit, you know? Um but yeah. Again, just refreshing, you know. We I, I can't remember the last time I, I saw an animated movie that had this kind of tone um uh, mm-hmm. uh in this sequence. So
0: it was good. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, the next day after they befriend the heron, they fly off and she's like, Go to New York, right? So they're flying and they have this really cool sequence where they're flying through the clouds and stuff like that. Um, and at this point, Mac is starting uh, to like loosen up, right? He's starting to have fun with his family. Uh, he's seeing his kids in a new light. His kids, more importantly, his kids are seeing him in a new light, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they, and this is where I really noticed the music, they start flying through this fog and they see a red light and then you realize oh no these are the tops of buildings right but they've never seen the city before yes jordan
1: this shit here like seeing so good come through the the fog or the cloud yeah really well done the animation is 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 solid it's yeah it's it's really really good um like like the the mist like you know that movie the mist that's like yeah level of like oh fuck
0: like where are we you know it was cool. Yeah, and 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 then you know they have to navigate. Uh, I will say this: one, this movie absolutely would make a fantastic theme park ride—a three—a three a D theme park ride of them flying from New England to Jamaica, right, with all the trials and stuff like that. Um, but we have to keep in mind a large. This is a movie about birds migrating, so there are extended sequences of them just <laughs> flying, and so they do the movie. But I will say the movie does a really good job of making all those sequences feel unique making it feel like there's there's some sort of tension it might be them dodging machinery in a big city when they've never been or like some comedy that's like there's always something right that makes it feel like okay uh we're not just padding time here by the way they go through and they crash a little bit and uh they get lost and then Uncle Dan gets tied up in a banner and he flies toward Central Park, right? And then once he gets to Central Park, he finds a sandwich on the ground next to a trash can he tries to eat it. And of course what comes but a whole bunch of pigeons. They all find Uncle Dan and uh, Mac calls the pigeons a pigeon slur. He, he calls them filthy vermin. And from the tunnel... You hear a voice said, say that one more time, which I thought was really kind of funny. Like mm-hmm. the fact that vermin is like a, just a harsh slur to them. Yeah, yeah, and Mac yeah. doesn't get it. Um, like you hit, that, we, you hit that hard in, you know? Yeah, like? <laughs> vermin. <laughs> um, but then uh, a baby, uh, a small pigeon uh, named uh Chump comes out and is voiced by Aquafina. And I'm going to say this. After Ryan the Last Dragon, I was kind of done with Aquafina as a voice actor. Um, Especially because I don't know about you, but before this movie, I saw the preview for Kung Fu Panda 4 and I heard her voice, you know? And I was like, I'm good. But this is probably Aquafina's best voice acting role for me it was it was a
1: mixture of the character design really fitting with her voice which raya didn't have that i was like ain't no way this true so um like you know the dragon sounding like like that because aquafina has a really distinct voice yeah similar to um natasha Leon. You know, I think like very Natasha Lyonne has a very distinct voice, and if you mesh her voice with a character model that doesn't quite fit, it's 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 you know kind of
0: jarring. But this one was was solid. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so I really enjoyed her voice her voice acting in this. And she's like, and so basically they have a little tussle, and she's like, "Where are you trying to go?" They say Jamaica, and she says, "I know one person who can get you there. His name is Delroy, who is a macaw in a cage." in a restaurant. <sighs> <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say, don't you?
1: Yeah, Delroy. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I know. <clears throat> so Delroy is voiced by Keegan Michael Key, who's given us the most Sebastian ass. Here's Okay, I'm this this is my frustration. Legitimately you tell me there's not one Jamaican voice actor and all of ever that you could have You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's and like, it af- felt, what? Uh, after watching the little mermaid and seeing, uh, 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 David Diggs. Mm-hmm. Do I'm like, find a Jamaican actor. Yeah. Just find, just find a Jamaican actor. Yeah, because
1: I feel that the Jamaican accent for, for non-Jamaican actors, it delves into like a caricature or almost like an impression. Yeah, and the cadence is is lost because, I mean, they didn't, and and I don't know how much of the writing catered to like you know Jamaican um you know uh i guess you know slang or 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 colloquialisms you know stuff like that like i don't know i just feel a Jamaican actor would have brought a little bit more to it and it's I mean, not I, hard in this day and age it's really not and and there's no no slide against Keegan-Michael Key cuz I really
0: like Keegan-Michael Key but um i don't know yeah and for what it's worth he did a good job for what he had. And I'm also not saying, also, we live in the world of theater. We understand that a lot of times individuals have to put on accents for regions and ethnic, uh, and, and ethnic groups that they don't necessarily represent. I am not saying like these mofos who are doing the Lion King are not, you know what I mean? Like I'm aware. I'm but that's, aware. But also
1: like, like, like that's theater. So, so like respectfully, if if someone was doing a play set in Jamaica, and they needed like an all black cast, you know what I mean? And and like, let's say like they, they look to you or or someone else, and t- it's like, in hey,
0: Tennessee, like we're like, yeah, okay,
1: yeah, like hey, do a Jamaican accent, but this is film, dude, and like you can't you can't pay, you know what I mean? A, a Jim, like this role, this Delroy role, like it didn't need to be voiced by some well established, do you know what I mean? Like like right. voice actor, just find some.
0: So I. And I always wonder in these situations how much of that is like the studios, like we need another name. It could be, yeah, could be because it's a whole, it's a whole different set
1: of issues, you know, that they got to, or, or I guess a whole different set of hurdles that they got to jump through. But you know, I don't know. I just, I just think I, I'm a big fan of when movies um, hire actors. Like, what would have happened, TJ, if they hired like a Jamaican actor who was nobody? And then because of this movie, it's clearly successful. Now this actor has something under their belt, and then they can go get other work done.
0: Right? You know? Michael, I mean, he ain't starving for work. No. You I know? mean, it's, and it's no different than like what? And when Disney did Moana, they're like, we want someone with Hawaiian ancestry to voice yeah. Moana. Yeah. Like we want the cast to represent the... And guess what? They like, let's audition. We found a nobody Mm quote-unquote, and, like, oh, dope, she killed it. Like, Uh, yeah, yeah. he didn't have to sing. There was not, like, I just, I'd live in, I always, I'm going to continue to live in confusion with this choice. I think a lot of it probably was studio pressure. Mm -hmm. And, again, I'm not trying to take anything away from Keegan-Michael Key's performance. I don't want to do that, because, but I fear that when you put on such an accent, that feels like it is holdover from the caricature that was Little Mermaid, that mm-hmm. was absolutely played up for like, like, you know what I mean? Like, so Sebastian's in the same waters as Flounder, but Flounder ain't got no accent. Like, yeah. whatever. But look at – this is a movie we'll never talk about on this show other than now.
1: I always think of Captain Phillips when we talk about stuff like this because yeah. they hired that Somali uh, actor to play a Somali pirate. And it's like he was – no one knew who he was. But it brought so – have you seen that movie, bro? Like it, it's, it's, so it's so fucking – so good. Like, and it's and, and because of – he's not terrifying but his, his role is terrifying because of what he's doing. And just that level of of authenticity that it brings rather than finding just, you know, of, uh, of an African-American actor to play that role and put a Somali accent, you know, it's like.
0: It's like when that one movie uh, had Don Cheadle play uh, a person oh. from the Middle East. You know what movie I'm talking about? Oh uh, uh oh. Uh, Hotel Rwanda? Not Hotel Rwanda. It no, I was was, saying, he's not Middle East, but it's. Uh, no, but there was one movie where they had okay. Don Cheadle just play like a Middle East, and I was like, "What's oh, happening? Know. What's happening?" It's yeah. you know, it's giving Scarlett Johansson in uh, Ghost in the Shell. You know what I mean?
1: Like <laughs> Dude, she's trying, she's trying to fucking make us forget about that shit. <laughs> I will never she's forget. Trying to, she's trying to Men in Black, Red Dot, everybody on that shit.
0: She's I will <laughs> never forget that. I was like, what the hell are they doing? Again, exactly, I don't think that... That's some Fisher Stevens and Short Circuit shit right there. Yeah, I don't think that movie would have gotten made without Scarlett Johansson, but still. And just,
1: like, and just like, don't make the movie. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. I think, like like Ghost in the Shell, like, dude, give all that money to charity. You know what I mean? Like, give all that money to the fucking poor. You know what I mean? Like, don't the don't even... You know what I'm talking about? Like, don't even make the fucking movie.
0: <laughs> if you can't make it right, don't do it.
1: You know, just give all the money away.
0: You know? regardless all this to say all this to say Keegan-Michael Key does a good job with what he has but Hollywood do better yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they break into this place and he's like yo I could tell you where Jamaica is I could you know he tries to give him direction they're like can't you just show us he's like I can't leave because my owner has the key on him at all times and he's this crazy chef and all this other stuff and then starts this. So uh, uh, Mac is like, I'm going to go get the key. And uh, well, first Dax is like, I'm going to get the key. And Mac is like, no, nah, fucking chill. I'm going to get the key. So he goes to try to get the key. Pam, she shows up too to help him. Uh, you know, they get the key, but Chase ensues. It's salsa night at the restaurant or whatever. So they have to salsa their way through the dance floor. I'll say this, though. This salsa version of Survivor by Destiny's Child? hits yeah it does this man i was like okay is this on the is this on the soundtrack <clears throat> it's on yeah so you know there's the official soundtrack and then there's like the mm-hmm. soundtrack yeah it's on the sound. but i was like this hits yeah. this is this is one um and so they uh crazy chase sequence ensues where the there's this like this chef that's like gordon ramsay meets Bobby Flay meets Guy Fieri meets, right? He don't, he don't speak, does he? No, he doesn't speak. I love that choice. I don't think any of the humans really speak. I love that choice. Except for the singing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so basically he, they free uh, Delroy and they free him and they all, and he's like, I'll take you to Jamaica. Let's go. Right. Um. Uh, then they're flying the little baby duck wins she has to stop for the bathroom break because she's too scared to poop in the sky, which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, and they stumble on this entrance of what looks like a duck cult, right? But it's it's uh a a place full of Pekings, the 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 tastiest duck. I will say this, I you know, um, full of Peking ducks. And they're at this resort, and basically they take this as like a little vacation. They're like, oh, yeah, we can stay here. But who shows up but the chef? This is – okay. Yes, Jordan. I was going to say, if if the Heron sequence gave
1: off Chainsaw Massacre vibes, this was like some midsummer type shit. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what is this cult that y'all are doing? Stop yeah, because you see they're going through – because basically it's a, it's, a, it's a cage-free farm, right? Mm-hmm. And and for all of you all out there, I'm just going to say this right now. Okay, it's 2024. All right, so so new 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 us, same old us whatever the fuck. If you're going to do it, do it. Don't worry about cage because even the cage free ducks are getting killed. You know what I mean? Like if you're not if like don't don't, That's be, ass- bold. <laughs> don't That's be bold. That's bold. But that's what the movie's showing, right? Like, it's, they're all having a great time, and everything's great. And you saw they're on the teeter-totters, but, like, the scales, yeah. you know, and shit like yeah. that. I knew from the jump, I was like, these
0: ducks are getting rounded up to slot.
1: are
0: 100%. I just want to say that uh, Jordan's opinions <laughs> does not reflect the opinions of Grubb and kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's fine. But I'm just saying, like,
0: hey, you know, if you're going to do it, do it, you know? If you're not going to yeah. eat meat, don't eat meat. That's fair. Um, and so here they are. Um, but sure enough the chef shows up and he's buying all the ducks from this, you know, little mom and pop who run this this duck sanctuary farm type place, right? But you know, Dak sees the chef, he's like, Don't go. Uh stop everyone. He's trying to he's trying to rescue everyone after Max had everyone like chill out. Like, Dak goes back. Dak tries to be the hero. And bro, I got legit terrified because the chef takes his like his like the the two pronged fork that you use for like you know meat on the grill or something like that he took that he stabbed that thing around that duck's neck and he mm-hmm. stepped on his wings and pulled and I was like Jesus yeah yeah uh, so so Dax's wings are all messed up all the ducks escape uh, they all fly away. And they think that they've gotten away, right? And of course, Mac is all like, bruh, what the hell are you doing? What's wrong with you? I told you to stay back. Like, I don't need your help, you know? And and Dak is all like, but I can help. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Do what I say, not as I do. Which in this case, I was like, Yeah, he's right. Um, and they think and they're like, We're just gonna rest, it's all gonna be good. So, but Dak and Gwen have a moment, like far away from the group, and who shows up in a helicopter and it's the chef. This is the thing about this movie though. I wonder like didn't need a villain like this. I don't know. Because the villain comes in so late. Yeah. Um he's effective while he's there, but part of me is like bring him in or like I don't know. I don't know if there's something about this. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know.
1: I Honestly, I didn't think we were going to get this segment. I didn't know. All I knew about this movie was what the trailers were showing us, and I legit right. thought this was going to be a movie about a family of ducks who get lost in New York, you know, and they got to find their way. And whenever they left New York, I was like, oh, wait, there's more. Like, what else is going to happen? Right. You know, I guess bringing the bringing that chef back is a way to make it kind of cohesive. But, you know, I almost wonder what this movie would have been like, TJ, if it was like, uh, like, kind of like a, like a danger around every corner, like, like, like.
0: That's the thing. It felt like a family road trip film. That yeah. You, like it felt like a family road trip film that would star Kevin James, mm. where you know every stop is the thing. But then, it all of a sudden, it felt like the family road trip film that says like, oh, they pissed off that motorcycle gang two stops ago, and the yeah. motorcycle gang has has dedicated the the rest of their weekend ride to chasing them you know what i mean right
1: right and it's like you know they needed to get dax's feathers off because of what happens later but it's like could they have done that some other kind of way
0: yeah yeah and almost to the point where i was like maybe the last thing should have been the chef right because all that could have happened in one secret who knows there's a thousand different options um but uh the chef comes he's in a helicopter he finds the ducks and he scoops all of them up except for Dax and Gwen. Um, And there's the sequence where uh, Dax realizes like, oh, all the feathers from Delroy have kind of fallen off and him getting captured along with some of the other ducks. I'm going to put their feathers on me. Um, There's a sequence where all the, like, Pam and Mac are segregated from the rest of the ducks because the chef realizes, like, oh, these are the two that caused the most trouble, right? But they dance together to, like, escape. And um, the the funniest sequence in the movie, though, happens here. So all the ducks rebel against the chef, and Uncle Dan is being, like, loaded as a gun by Delroy, and that mess was hilarious. Um, so... The next part is the part. So I text Jordan. I was like, "I think I'm broken inside because I cried." This is the part that I cried. Okay, here we go. So they're in the helicopter. Uh, Pam and uh, Mac are actually still in the cage. Uh, a button is accidentally pressed that opens up the bottom of the helicopter. You know, like it's almost like a heart, an army helicarrier. You know, the one that would, like, drop a tank with a parachute or some nonsense. Operation um, Dumbo Drop. Yeah, it is it is like an Operation Dumbo Drop helicopter. Yeah. Uh, and so they're falling, and, they're, and their cage is actually held shut. And they're falling towards the ground. And they do what I call the Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. Where they look at each other. Tears start to well in their eyes, and they just hug each other because, like, we're going to die. And I just... I can't do that anymore without crying. I can't watch cartoons do that. I can't watch people do that. You know, I just like yeah. it gets me. And so but then of course uh Dax shows up with his new feathers, him and Gwen help free his family. Uh all the other ducks get out and they all follow Delroy until they reach Jamaica, where they have a splendid time and they're all happy and everything's great and they stay there till spring where they decide that they are going to um, help penguins find uh, their home in the South Pole, and that's the movie. Now, the last last five minutes of this movie, the last five to seven minutes of this movie, are basically like colorful joy celebration. I should say that, because they got to Jamaica, and they let them, they do show us, them reveling in in Jamaica and enjoying each other and stuff like that and there's a weird dance sequence at the end but I was like okay Mm -hmm. I'm of two
1: minds with this movie TJ Okay. so the first is of trained audience member with these types of movies because the movie is um, pretty short it was like an hour and 20 83 minutes yep so the trained audience member in me is like wanting a little bit more with um, Mac and the beginning, like 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 something for him to like. Outside, we get it. Like, oh, I just want to stay in the pond and you know, all this kind of stuff. But it's like, you know, a little bit more of like an emotional like crux, or a little bit more of like like an like an inner. Cause so in, 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 in their conflict, cause so much of this was like, I don't want to go, okay, we're going to go, you know, and then, we're, and then, you know, all this kind of stuff. It was very much like, and this happens. And then this happens and then this happens. But then the audience member of me, who's appreciating what illumination is trying to do with this, with the new sort of thing, it's like, we're just going to thrust this kind of everyday duck family into this crazy, you know what I mean? Like adventure. And they're going to, they're going to pick it up as they go along. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that the way that audiences have been trained to approach these types of movies is sort of counterintuitive to maybe what this movie is, is, is trying to do. Um, Reading some reviews of this movie and I know it did well and and we enjoyed the movie, the kids loved it, you know, Um, you know, sort of, negative reviews or sort of, you know, uh, 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 um, middling reviews, lukewarm reviews talking about how like there wasn't enough heart or there wasn't enough, whatever. And it's like, but does there need to be, and was there enough heart, but right. it, was, it just wasn't delivered in the way that you're used to getting it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, I don't know that, I think this movie was really trying to do some new things, not just with, um, the animation and and also the subject matter. I mean, a movie about ducks. You know, like who who would have fucking thought? But also in the way that it's presented and how it's consumed. Um, I don't know what what's your what's your immediate take of this? Like
0: walking out of the theater, I'm also split because like TJ, the turn my brain off, watch a movie for an hour and twenty three minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. I had a good time. You know what I mean? And I. Like you was like, "Oh, I realized something. I don't I, we've talked about this before. there's deep power in animation, and we think and it can hit emotional cores in a way that live action can't, and you know all this sort other of stuff. But like, I don't need every animated movie to do that. No. And I think that I was like, this movie knew exactly what it wanted to do. And it wanted to be like, this is a movie that if I was eight bruh, it's over. You know what I mean? I'd watch it all the time, and I'd be like, I'd tell my friends, "Oh yeah, there's this scary part with these hair." You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 to interject, that's how my kids are now. Like they
1: keep talking about this movie
0: and yeah. how how cool
1: it was. You know?
0: Yeah. And so, like to me, I was all like, oh, this this movie did exactly what it set out to be. I think that the issue is that we have seen. Whenever we see a Pixar movie, we're like, okay, how hard is it chasing for that Oscar? Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, whenever, like, I think the thing that, like, I'm looking at the first scene. I think the first scene was so good to us because we weren't expecting it to do the thing that. And so because of that, we're all like, oh, you you are... In the family animated film space, you need to provide something for everybody. When you look at the Mario movie, it didn't have any. That was the fastest, like, Mario ain't asking nobody's questions. We just gonna do shit movie I've done ever seen in my entire life, right? Uh, And Despicable Me, the first one and two, did have some, like, found family sort of feelings. But after that, it's like, they're just doing shit, right? The Minions, they're just doing shit. Hell, uh, I was like, "What other movies? Uh, movies have they done?" Um Yeah, Minions Rise, Secret Life of Pets. Right, the first Secret Life of Pets tried to do something, didn't really do it. Right, Secret Life of Pets two. Okay,
1: see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna push back on that just a little bit because I'm, I'm with you. But the Secret Life of Pets one, I like the fact that it was about those two dogs, the the one who got adopted and the one who's been true, you know, trying true. to come together. So. I like that but I'm 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 with you and I think this begs a larger question of like you know and I don't want to necessarily point fingers at Pixar or, or whomever but have we become um sort of spoiled in the sense that we are expecting these animated movies to sort of hit us with that uh up level
0: uh uh, uh emotional uppercut you know um I think we are. I mean, cause like even look at their version, Illumination version of the Grinch, which you and I yeah. both were like, it's good, right? Mm-hmm. It is not it does not hit the same emotional heartstrings as like either of the other two. And right. that's fine. Totally. It's still a fun movie. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, Migration is a fun movie that parents can absolutely look at their children and say like yeah, I am scared of the world for you. Great. But I'm not going to linger on it. We're not lingering on it. Yeah. Right? It yeah. It is. Uh, I was like, uh, it was funny. I was describing this movie to Taylor. I was like, it's a family road trip movie, but with birds. And all of those movies were like, yeah, and there's the angsty teen who does the thing mm-hmm. and they have to have the conversation. Like, we know how that plays out. But guess what? Those movies still fucking make money. Like y'all got three are we there yet so like stop fucking playing games you know <laughs> um yeah. and so. that's kind of all it needs to be
1: so like i'll admit walking out i was like you know despite the fact that my kids were all you know ate up over this movie i was like man it felt like I was missing something but as i let it sit and and especially after talking with you about it tonight it's like this movie didn't promise me anything that i didn't get no you know it
0: didn't. Um, so yeah i mean I I, I I think comparing like even if we compare it to like the trailers that are coming out now right kung fu panda 4 i don't expect it to give me a goddamn thing right yeah but then i'm looking at like uh the the trailer for inside out 2 has been hitting, right and i'm just like they're trying to hit me in the emotions that's what i'm going and expecting right um You know, so I'm like you. I think part of me was like, I'm not looking forward to that movie because I was unsure of what the movie was trying to give me. But then I was like, oh, it wasn't trying to give me anything, but like light plot, a lot of fun. And I'm like, okay. And some badass
1: animation. And some really good comedy and some stellar voice acting. Yeah, some great fucking soundtrack. You know, and and I'm going to be with you, man. I can't wait to watch this movie again, like in like the late spring, early summer, you know. Um Granted, I understand they're migrating for the winter and it's winter, but like just the color palette of it, you know, would be yeah, really fit. It, it kind of it, it it hits those same fox and hound levels of like that color uh, palette, you know, that lake yeah. shore, you know, kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. So what would what you are, what would you rate? Oh, you're gonna ask me what my rating is?
0: I'll you go know,
1: first. Okay, what you got?
0: I'm sitting at an eight. mm mm-hmm. Uh. Um. Mostly because, again, this movie isn't like Rock'em Sock'em Robots hits me in the heart. Well, I I did cry because I'm just having I'm just having a moment in my life with like people accepting death in this weird way, right? But I was like, oh no, it was fun to the point where I was like, I I this is bold to me. I was like, I'd see this in theaters again, mostly because I was like, it was gorgeous. And the soundtrack is dope. You'd want to take people who ain't
1: seen. Like I, I I bet you want to take Taylor to go see it and shit like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like, this was fun, and it's (laughs) also a movie that, like, if my sister or or uh, my siblings-in-law or like anything, like, hey, do you know a kid? I'd be like, migration's good, right? Um, And I, this is. I'm gonna say this. It's 2024, like Jordan said. I'm going to say this, and, like, I think that the media that we show kids absolutely shapes their worldview 100%. And one of the things that I miss, I think, is the fact that I feel like when we were kids, we were able to just have fun stuff, that didn't necessarily, like, if you if you watch The Page Master, which we, which we did, right? Mm-hmm. That movie wasn't trying to do nothing, but have some fun. No. no. Right? Yeah, no, you're right. And so, like, I feel like, oh, this falls into the, like, yeah, I don't want my, yes, I want my kid to be aware of emotional intelligence, and they can absolutely get these lessons from this movie and stuff like that. But sometimes, I also just want them to watch something fun and light. 100%. And, and I'm like, here you go.
1: Yeah. 100%. Right. And, and, and to that, I mean, you know, as a parent, it's like, look, none of these movies are imparting things that I don't want my kids to, to be exposed to, or, you know, they're, they're not, they're not, you know, preaching, you know, nefarious negative shit. Um, but it's, definitely come to a point where it's like okay do i want a movie to be the first thing that introduces my kids to these things or do like i want to be the it's 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 definitely become a double-edged sword in that respect so yeah 100 percent. the fact that this movie is just a fun movie about ducks and and you know um it's a it's a an adventure it's a road trip movie like you say with ducks um and it's nothing more than that. I'm right with you, man. Like eight, eight, maybe eight and a half. But but I'm going to go ahead and, and, and stick with you. Eight out of ten. You know, this movie does what it sets out to do. Nothing more, nothing less. And also, too, with regards to the length, it's like, bro, this is a movie that you could go, like you're talking about with your sister, you can go like, hey, we're going to go grab lunch. We're going to go see this movie. And then, like, we still got, you know, so much of the day left, you know, after. So, and that I think, too, is something to note, because a lot of these animated movies, bro this one's these two ones, hours it's it's
0: a long time, you know, so, like I saw this movie at two o'clock previews with previews, which now lasts half an hour, right yeah the last half an hour again, we're back, right um the movie proper started at two thirty. I was still walking out of there at three forty five and I was yeah. like cool. you had you had, you, had, you had the whole rest of your day, you know. Yeah, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised by this movie. I'm really surprised by the way the soundtrack hit. And again, I don't think it's anything, yes, we're giving it eights. I don't think it's one of those like earth shattering, your worldview changes type of movie. But I think that, like you said, it does what it set out to do. It's a great, just fun family film that's not asking for a heavy lift from anybody. And the voice acting is probably some of the most stellar voice acting I have heard in a non-Disney movie. And like since, honestly, since the bad guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we definitely recommend this. Go check it out. Um, In an age where, um, you know, Streaming definitely plays a part, and
0: yeah, oh, when this hits, y'all yeah, yeah. stream it, yeah, and, and stream and, it, and on mm-hmm. the biggest screen you can, yeah,
1: and turn the lights out, turn the lights out. You know what I mean? Le- really, turn let the those co- out. Let, let those colors pop in your because because the 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 the
0: color grading in this movie is is really so good, that De- and Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. like. I'm gonna say this: When Danny DeVito dies, I'm gonna legit be sad. It's gonna suck, man. It's gonna Cause suck. because like I feel like the older he gets, the better he
1: gets. Danny DeVito's been one of those like just like mainstays in all of
0: entertainment for so long. Yep. So, yeah, but I'll go check it out. Yeah, when I when I talk about Danny DeVito dying, we're talking about the fact that. We are so glad that you joined us for our first episode 2024 of Twenty Twenty Four of Grown Men Watch Kids Shit. Where, as always, uh, please rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. Five stars, great. Four stars, excellent. Three stars are below, we will. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to take you. We're
1: going to take you to that to that to that
0: uh, Peking Chester's. duck farm. And oh, to the Peking duck farm that you get fattened and up and then bought. And then, yeah. No, what? okay, that's kind of... No, you said what you said. Uh, Jordan, Jordan doomed you. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are so grateful that you have decided to join us. Please reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at WKS at gmail.com. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail by hitting the button in the show notes. And as always, we hope that you take care of each other uh throughout the year we hope that you had a fantastic holiday season we hope that you stay crispy stay crispy y'all and we will catch y'all next time jordan what bird would you be
1: uh i mean short of a mallet i'd either be a, a, a
0: a hawk or a vulture yeah you'd be a vulture that makes sense I do like vultures. I got a vulture tattoo on my arm. I know you do. Another reason why I was like, "This man, don't care." <laughs> what bird would
1: you be? A skylark?
0: No, a blue. Honestly, I probably, I probably would want to be a heron. They're gorgeous. They are pretty birds.
1: They are pretty birds. A crane would be cool. T- a fl- see, a flamingo would be. I'd be like, why the fuck am I this bird?
0: Yeah but like a crane or something. I think that they're just so majestic and you don't have to worry about people trying to kill you to eat you. No. A pelican would be fun. Just to no, I don't think a pelican would be fun. Just to have that. But I hear pelicans are fucking mean as shit. They're dicks. Yeah. I'd want to be an elegant bird, you know? I wouldn't want to be a penguin. No. Not it's for like, anything. I got these wings and I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing. No. And I got to worry about seals?
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I think a good you know maybe a fourth thunderbird be that bird too you know.